and you'll miss what's actually true, which is that you are a writer. You may never write a book. You may never publish an article. You may never share your story with an audience of thousands of people, or who knows, maybe you will. Even if you never share a single word that you have written, your words matter. episode of the Find Your Voice podcast. I'm your host, Allison Fallon. A little about me, I am a best-selling author, expert writing coach, and founder of Find Your Voice, a community that exists to help you find the words that will create powerful, positive change in your personal life, in your community, and in the world. I personally have written 13 books and counting. I've coached hundreds of writers and also those who swear they're not real writers, to finally finish that writing project they've been working on. And as a team, we've coached thousands of authors to get their books down on paper. But I want to be clear, this show is about way more than just writing books. It's about the power of words to change lives. Not only is writing one of the most powerful ways to generate positive change in your personal life, the data here is really compelling, and it shows that with as little as 20 minutes per day, The improvements you see in your life can range from better sleep to improved mood to a happier romantic life. But in addition to the improvements in our personal lives, we all also know our words can have a powerful and transformative impact on someone else. So whether you're looking to write for yourself or for one other person or for a wide audience, we believe your effort matters, your words matter, and we want to help you find your voice. Now here's the problem, and it's a big problem. When I travel and speak, one of the first questions I always ask an audience is, how many of you in here would consider yourself a writer? Now I want you to consider that question for yourself. By that I mean how many of you would be mingling at a cocktail party, and when you introduce yourself, you'd be willing to say, maybe among a list of other things, I'm a writer. No matter how many times I ask this, it's always shocking to me how few hands in the audience go up. Sometimes even people I know in the audience who have published books or who make a full-time living from their writing hesitantly raise their hands and act as if they shouldn't be allowed to claim the title. The second question I ask goes like this. How many of you write, compose, and send at least three emails or text messages each day? So take a minute to think about that question for yourself. I'm sure you can imagine there's always this familiar laughter that bubbles up in the audience. And of course, every single hand goes up. You'd have a hard time surviving in our modern world if you didn't write and send at least three emails or text messages each day. My point is to demonstrate right off the bat how few of us are likely to call ourselves writers when it's clear that all of us are writers. It's hard to pin down exactly where this idea originally began, that writing is some elite activity and only certain people are qualified to do it, but you can trace it back throughout history, and you'll see how common it is for us to classify certain people as writers and other people as not writers. In fact, my guess is, if you think back to your school experience, grade school, middle school, high school, you were likely labeled at some point by a teacher as either a writer or not really a writer quite early on in your education. So many clients we work with tell me this story. And to me, this is not only a huge mistake we're making in our education system, it's also a massive injustice because if writing helps us better understand ourselves and the world around us, 
if it allows us to leave behind a part of ourselves after we die, if it gives us access and power to influence someone else's decisions, don't you think everyone deserves an equal opportunity to use this tool to their advantage? And this is really the first place we have to start if we're going to have a conversation about writing. You have to decide ahead of time that you are a writer. Because otherwise, what's likely to happen is you'll listen to me talk about writing Or you'll listen to me talk to other writers on this show and you'll tune it out because you'll draw a line between yourself and these other people, quote, other people who are writers. You'll get confused thinking that real writers never get stuck or they always know what they want to say or they have perfect grammar or any of the other dozens of misconceptions we have about writers. And you'll miss what's actually true, which is that you are a writer. You may never write a book. You may never publish an article. You may never share your story with an audience of thousands of people, or who knows, maybe you will. But either way, maybe you write down the parts of your story that you haven't been able to understand in the past so that you can better discern where you came from and decide for yourself who you want to be in the world. Maybe a regular practice of journaling helps you manage your anxiety. Maybe you write down an important message that you want to leave behind for your kids. Even if you never share a single word that you have written, your words matter and you are a writer. This is exactly why I started Find Your Voice. Let me tell you a little bit about how I got here, which is funny because I stumbled into this work almost completely accidentally. It all started over a decade ago when I decided to leave my full-time job to become a quote, real writer, which is hilarious to think about now that I didn't have the first clue what this meant. The only thing I knew is I was pretty sure this had something to do with writing a book and my personality just said, well, I guess we'll go ahead and dive in first. So I should preface this also too by saying that I'm one of those strange people who always knew I wanted to write. I still remember my fourth grade teacher at West Union Elementary School, Mrs. Gillespie, handing me a composition notebook at the end of the school year with a note inside of the front cover that said, Dear Allison, keep writing. You have a gift. I've learned in the past decade of coaching writers that almost all of us have a story like this of a teacher or a coach or a parent either naming or denying our identity as writers. And these stories have a powerful impact on our ability to call ourselves writers as adults. Needless to say, I filled that composition notebook in the first few weeks of that summer and then sent my mom to buy me another one. I was immediately hooked. I loved to write. And I know several of you feel this way too. In fact, you tell me these stories that you really love to write, but there's something that's getting in your way. And this was true for me too. I knew I wanted to write a book, but I wasn't sure how I was supposed to find the time to write a book when I had this full-time job. I also wasn't sure if I had a great idea. I wasn't even sure what I was supposed to write about. And then the worst part of all of it was that when I did actually land on an idea and sit down and start to write, I realized that putting together a project as big as a book wasn't nearly as easy as I thought it was going to be, that my love for writing quickly drained out of me as I sat at the computer and stared at that blinking cursor, and I was not sure how to make my way forward. In fact, I started to really question if I was one of those, quote, real writers who could actually write something worth reading. Long story short, it took me three years to finally write that book. And let me be clear, this was not three years of careful editing and massaging to make it perfect. 
In fact, it was three years of frustration and fear and delays and throwing away one bad draft after another. I almost gave up a handful of times. The process wasn't nearly as enjoyable as I wanted it to be. And not to mention the finished product didn't live up to my expectations. There were some ways that I was proud of the work that I had done, but the work in real life wasn't nearly as brilliant as I had imagined it would be in my head. So when that book finally came out and I got to share it with the world, I was already thinking there has to be a better, easier way to do this. My background's in education, so I started to think, what if I could refine this process for writers, especially new writers and writers who are questioning whether they really have something to say? What if I could help them to take the pieces of their story and really turn it into something that they could be really proud to share with the world? So initially, that was my whole intention, to find gifted writers who already knew that they had a book idea and to help them execute that book idea, to help them enjoy the process, to help them produce the highest quality content they were capable of creating, and to gain a better understanding of the world of publishing so that they could then share their work with the world. I had no idea what I was going to discover by accident that would completely reshape the course of my career and that would inspire the invention of Find Your Voice. As I began to teach the curriculum, the coursework that I developed to help authors outline their books, I started to see something strange take place, something unexpected for me. Suddenly, we would see parallels between the book that an author was working on and some big question that they were asking in their life. So, for example, I would help a woman write a book about growing up as a pastor's kid, and we would find as we went through the process that she was also really struggling to define for herself what faith meant for her and who she was in the world as her own person, not just the daughter of her parents who happened to have done something significant. Or I'd help a hyper-successful entrepreneur write a book about how He'd found the courage and confidence to create something totally unique in the world, only to find out that he wasn't really sure how he had done it. But then as we would work on the book together, of course, he would discover an even deeper measure of this confidence and clarity that he already possessed in droves, almost like he was just now realizing and stepping into what an innovator he was, because as he put the words on paper, he could suddenly see his gifts even more clearly. And just like that, as people began to write, their lives started to change for the better. And I'm saying this quite literally, their marriages improved, their confidence improved, their habits and patterns improved, their mood and countenance visibly improved. And as a result, not surprisingly, more opportunities opened in front of them. People liked them better. They became more influential in their field. They gained readers, they grew their following, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All these great benefits came from writing a book. The benefits were not just in the field of their career, but they were incredibly well-rounded. This process touched absolutely every part of an author's life, and I watched this happen over and over and over again. And I started to wonder, was it possible that this was a predictable improvement? In other words, Can anyone capitalize on the benefits of writing their story or a story, even if they aren't an author who's planning to publish their work? This is when I stumbled across the huge bodies of research that validate what I had already witnessed with my own eyes. This research shows that writing is one of the most powerful ways to generate positive change in your personal life. Writing on a regular basis 
Even privately, like in a journal, can improve your mood, increase your mental clarity, it can reduce your anxiety, it can curb a bad habit or help you make better choices. Writing helps us to see ourselves more clearly, it helps us to understand our lives, and ultimately it can help us to shape or even reshape the world that we're living in, whether that's privately or as a community or even the wider world that we're living in. Yes, words really are this powerful. I've watched this happen again and again and again. Here's really what's so interesting to me about all of this though. Pretty much everywhere I go, I meet people who want to write something. And I'm not just talking about the people that you would expect. I'm talking about really unlikely places. Like I drop my car off at the dealership and Greg, who's been working on BMWs for 20 years, tells me he's always wanted to write a book. I get in a lift and my lift driver tells me he has a screenplay idea that he's been harboring or the guy who serves me tacos at our local Mexican restaurant told me he used to write in a journal, but then his mom found it and read it out loud in front of his friends and he's never written since. So what I'm getting at here and what I want you to really get from this is that writing is this incredibly human instinct. The instinct to write is an instinct to connect, to communicate, to pray, to meditate, to reflect on your life, to leave a legacy, to learn, to grow, to see the bigger picture. The reason I say this is my guess is if you're listening to this, especially if you've gotten this far, you have something you want to write. You might not think it's a fantastic idea. You might have talked yourself out of it a thousand times, but still you have something you want to write, but there's something getting in your way. If you're someone who is always looking to grow and improve yourself, if you just want to better understand who you are, if you're in therapy or you're interested in therapy and you want a simple tool that you can use that's going to expedite your process in therapy, If you're someone who has a book idea, but you've talked yourself out of it because you aren't that quote real writer, if you want to be a force of love and change in the world, you are a writer. It's time to own your identity as writer. And this podcast is for you here on the find your voice podcast. I'll be interviewing some of your favorite authors and influencers. I'll be sharing some really simple writing prompts that you can put to use right away that will help to keep you motivated and boost your confidence and just simply help you get words on the page. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for joining me on this ride. It's an honor to serve you. Can't wait to help you find your voice.